News Radio 840 WHS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday, folks. Let's uh, talk about who's with us. Chuck Crosby, he's the guy with his name on the door, which means he's the owner of the Crosby Law Offices. He does not only real estate closing and does a great job at the closings, he does a variety of other things. I can't stress enough uh, wills. We all need a will. It really doesn't matter your age. Power of attorney, foreclosure defense, commissioner sales, it's a variety of things. You can get directly in contact with Chuck at his office. It's 502-499-6360. That's his direct cell well, his phone number, at least. Next, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team, and Brad and not only owns Home Team Inspection Service, but he is now also owner of Team Bug Out. And we should tell you that with Home Team Inspection Service, not only do they service Louisville, but also Frankfurt and in Lexington. So they've got a wide reach. They can get rid of those critters anywhere they are in our go. audio range. You can reach uh, Brad and, uh, and also for home team and or for Team Bugout, 844-411-TEAM is the direct number. And I'm Bob Sekoler, your humble host, but also owner of the Sekoler team over at REMAX Properties East, where we sell homes. We don't listen to rumors. We are on it daily. And I will tell you that it is uh, very interesting, the market right now. Even with higher interest rates, we took several uh contracts on our listings this week so don't believe the market's dead folks if you're looking to sell we can help you do it and if you're going to buy we can help you do it as well we have a team of buyer agents you can reach me directly on my cell phone as soon as the show is over 376-5483 that's 502-376-5483 or you can go to bob sells louisville.com all one word all right son greg is due on to the show hopefully if his zoom system updates he's having zoom as great as the zoom show is listen it's also a bit of a pain because we're dealing with covid shows still even today and by the way i'm told by my dear friends in the medical industry covid back on the rise new strain not as not as bad but please take precautions no matter where you go it is back if with a with a vengeance to some level to see a rebroadcast of the show, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That is LouisvilleAnswers.com. All right, we start off with a question for Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Offices. And Chuck, Tim is writing in as we ask all of our folks who are listening who have questions, send me an email, Bob, at WeSellLouisville.com, and we will jump right on it. Tim writes in and asks, is it okay to turn his uh, East End home into an Airbnb and this, there's some new information that's just come out even today in the Louisville area. Are you up to on that part of it, Chuck? I am. Um, I noticed that they pushed it forward for uh, the partial council, pushed it forward uh, to modify the existing regulation. So it'll come to a full council vote next month. Uh, they're attempting to do a few things, uh, change up the uh, uh requirements uh oddly uh because it uh, to try and protect established residential areas and the affordability and availability of of uh, rental housing I, mm -hmm. it sounds almost like uh the uh, hotel lobby uh 
uh, has engaged in some uh, double speak there. But anyhow, yeah. they're they're looking to change a few things. Uh, foremost among those are changing uh, the wording from uh, host to owner on short term rentals. Uh, the the ability to do it uh, is easier if you uh, have a host who lives in the property. Mm -hmm. They're changing the word from host to owner. Uh, so you have to actually live in the house. They're also changing it so that if you're going to do it new, you have to have lived in the property for at least six months. It seems in my mind that relates more to carriage houses um, and uh, whether or not you're doing a short-term rental with a carriage house, which isn't where the owner or host lives because the owner host lives in the main house. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Uh, plus there's a, a few other things. They're raising the fees, uh, making it a little, making it more difficult to do this, limiting the number of people that you can do. So is it okay to put an Airbnb in the East end? Well, yeah, but you're going to have a, uh, a very uh, regulation uh, uh, blocked uh, way to get it. Now it's possible to do it. People are doing it all the time. Right. Uh, it's just getting more and more difficult. Well, it's not just that. Let me add to that. So anybody who's considering or has an Airbnb, your ears should be burning right now. You need to take a note of this and start getting involved if you're just cruising along. Up in New York, the Big Apple, after a recent court ruling, a new set, a new law set goes into effect uh, next week, this coming week, which will outlaw tens of thousands of Airbnb listings overnight. In a blow for the undisputed king of short-term rentals, the law will enact some of the strictest regulations in the U.S. on September 5, moving options for travelers. It's removing them for travelers and shutting off the revenue streams for investors and other hosts who are currently making money through the platform. That's all I'm going to go into it on the New York yeah. side. because we've already, that's New York. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Oval's getting more difficult. It's not terribly difficult now have a personal friend who was able to kick one through with little to no trouble uh, have another client who uh, is still trying to get the permit of course you know different scenarios it, a lot of it seems in my mind to hinge on the number of people you're trying to get in there uh -huh. um, but uh, the one thing that I saw that really kind of uh, struck a little fear into my heart uh, was the fact that if you have two substantiated criminal or civil uh, uh, citations for the property in any 12-month period, uh, they can arbitrarily, oh, I'm sorry, they shall arbitrarily revoke your ability to use it as a B&B uh, or wow. an Okay. Yeah, it, it just, it, it seems like they're doing their very darndest to uh, uh, prevent these things from, from going uh, on. You're, I My question you're right. is why? Well, why? I think you hit it. How does, the yeah, hotel how does industry. That's that, got to be it. That's got to. That's the only thing driving. Or neighbors who don't want traffic going through their neighborhood. That could be, of course, be possible, right? Yeah, yeah and and that's true. And I mm -hmm. I lived in an area where they put in an Airbnb up one time, and everybody went nuts. But it was because they thought these guys were going to be a bunch of frat bros throwing, you know, keggers and things like that. Yeah, well, that uh, wasn't true, right? Yeah, it's not true. Um, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with my with my conspiracy theory on okay. here. Okay. As, as liberal as I tend to be, yeah. um, this doesn't sound to me anything like preserving neighborhoods. And and we're watching other states, including New York, because as New York goes, it could be sweeping across the neighborhood, the country at this point. So, OK, let's yeah. move on. We've, we've beaten this one up, but we now you're hopefully a, a well aware. We're going back over to uh, 
Brad from Home Team Inspection. Tony sent us this email. He says he looked at a home this week for sale in Oldham County and noticed that the hill in the back of the house runs towards the house. He says it's pretty steep hill. And even though there is what looks like a dip between the house and the hill in a bad rainstorm, he's worried that water might be an issue. And he's wondering if he goes back for a second look, what problem should he be looking for? He may decide to move forward with an offer if he sees the problems that you mentioned are not a big deal. So, Give us a rundown for Tony's sake. Well, I mean, he's he's concerned about the right thing. Anytime you have what's called negative grade, anything that slopes towards the house can be a concern for water getting into uh, crawl space or basement or up over a slab. Thing that I'd be looking for, uh, one, I'd, I'd love to be out there on a rainy day. Uh, I mean, all the dry days we've had recently, it's going to be tough to see. But he can look for evidence of any uh, water staining um, up against the house, too. Uh, oftentimes, you're going to see mud stains. You're going to see, you know, water marks. Yeah. You know, you may see them on the brick. You may see it on the uh, any of the, the foundation itself. You might see where mulch has been, uh, you know, pushed up. Uh, by water up against the house. Those, those would all be kind of some of the telltale signs that I would look for. But yeah, any any chance that you have to look at it uh, during rain would be best. But if not, I'm just going to look for clues that there might be stains or water has moved things about. Very good. Uh, a reminder that uh, we're going over a lot of stuff. You may have friends, family members who want to hear this show. We make that easy for you. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's a redirect to our video, ver video version of this on YouTube. Again, LouisvilleAnswers.com. And a reminder, if you want to hear what uh, sellers are saying about our Socolar team, we're really proud of the folks we talk to when we help. You can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. I have a couple of new interviews with some recent sellers up there. Back over to Chuck Crosby at the Crosby Law Offices. John writes in, he says, a renter in the home won't allow showings to get the property sold. Apparently, the renter's contract, uh, the lease agreement is up at the end of uh, October, and uh, John wanted to get an agent in there to list the house to show it early so he could get it sold and have a fewer days off uh, without rent or without having to pay mortgage. He's wondering, is it allowed for the renter to say, eh, 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 you're not coming in here with a person? Uh, to some degree. Uh, you have the, every landlord has the right of 48 hours notice to enter the property. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've run into in the past is where the tenant uh, uh, won't allow that. Well, that's when you send out the 14-day letter saying, hey, you're in breach of the contract and you have 14 days to fix it. We're going to be there on day 15. If not, then that can be the basis for an eviction. Hmm. Simple. Okay. Yeah. John, good luck on that. And I know he's listening because he called me to make sure the question is going to be on the air. By the way, if you are thinking of selling your home just a little few moments away, uh, so we'll list our mistakes that will keep your home from selling, possibly or for getting less money on this. That's a few minutes away. Back over to Brad Lawler of Home Team Inspections. Scotty bought his house 11 months ago from a reputable builder. He sent us an email saying the 12-month inspection is coming up. So he's a month away from the that 12-month, that year, 12 month, one year. He's wondering, is it unusual to ask the inspector who did the original inspection before he bought the home 11 months ago to come back and walk through the house with him and he's wondering what would the typical cost be for an inspector to do that. So it's actually a pretty decent yeah. idea, don't you think? 
Well, we do those a lot. We, we refer to those as an 11 month inspection. And what you're doing is you're just going back and you're reviewing the house again. Cause remember the inspector sees the home uh, on new construction. They see the home before the builder corrects all of the defects that are found and the, and the buyer moves in. A lot of things can move. A lot of things can, can change during that time. So I think it is a good idea to, to, to call back that original inspector. It's, it's, it's a, it's a fine idea. They've seen the house once they're going to be able to, you know, review notes and see what might've moved, might've changed. But I think the, the, the real trick here is to understand that many of the things that when the inspector first inspected the house, they may now be appearing as defects or problems. So it's not that you're just looking to see that the original problems are gone. It's really a complete inspection. And I know, you know, home team uh, charges basically it's just an, another price of an inspection. It's it's essentially the same fee because we're going to spend just as much time. You know, we're going to ah, love the team in okay. there for, you know, two, two and a half hours because we are going, you know, bottom to top on the uh, on the house yet again because problems, you know, could, could be popping up anywhere. And you want to make sure that you've got that checklist that you can present to the builders so that they can take care of those defects before the builder's warranty expires. Makes sense. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, if you're thinking of selling this year or next year, listen to the list of mistakes that we have that could he keep your home from selling. With us, and oh, and by the way, I should tell you, if you want to see our reviews, because we think reviews are really important, and I would tell you we're proud of ours, go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillegoogle.com. That makes it easy uh, for you to read some of our reviews. Uh, with us and continuing till the top of the hour, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach them at 844-411-TEAM. Also, Chuck Crosby, owner of the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck, 499-6360. If you're thinking of selling your home or even buying, I've got a team and I'm there for you. I'll come out in person. We'll talk about the process for selling your home. It's free. There's no obligation. All you got to do is call me and we'll talk. 376-5483 is my direct number. I'll go to Bob sellslouisville.com. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. 
In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show. We're here with you till the top of the hour, folks. Thanks uh, for staying with us, continuing with us. Chuck Crosby, he's the owner of the Crosby Law Offices. They do a variety of things, including doing your closings. Yes, you can pick the closing attorney that you want. And uh, Chuck is a phenomenal guy. I can't recommend him highly enough. He's a great guy to have you uh, do your closing. And he also does other things like wills, power of attorney, real estate closings, landlord-tenant disputes. You can reach Chuck anytime at 499-6360. Also here. Brad Lawler, he owns Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Brad, and also he owns uh, Team Bugout, both here in Louisville, and uh, Home Team is over in Lexington and in Frankfurt as well, 844-411-TEAM. And you can reach me, Bob Sokoler. If you're thinking of selling, we'd love to be able to help you. As Barbara Corcoran, you heard, endorses us. We love Barbara and Shark Tank. You can reach me anytime. It's a free, no obligation time to come out and talk about the process. Call me. I'll come out or in Zoom or on the phone. 376-5483. It's 376-5483. So if you're thinking of selling your, your home, folks, in the next year or even this year, let me tell you a couple of mistakes that you could be making. We want to point these out to you. So first of all, working alone. I just heard a report this week that if you sell your home on your own, the average is you'll lose uh, 15 to 20% of what you could have gained in some regards of selling. And there's a reason why I'll tell you about it if you want to talk. Waiting to sell, you're holding off, and it could be that the market gets better, but it could also go worse. If you're priced too high, well, an agent is supposedly going to help you. They will price it right. Uh, selling as is will help really destroy your sales price. You're giving a a warning to any potential investor, this house has problems or any potential buyer. If you're keeping clutter, you need to declutter. You need to get pictures off the wall. There's a whole series of things we can go through in what you need to do to be able to sell your home and get the most money for it. You got to depersonalize the home. Again, pictures off the wall of the family. Skipping major repairs, that is a big problem because a buyer, let's say you have a $3,000 repair that needs to be done. Buyer comes in and the agent's going to say, oh, it's about $10,000 to do that. So, yeah, you want to get that done up front. The cost on photography, if you do your own pictures, you hire somebody who does pictures only on a spare part-time, that's going to hurt you. Your first foot in the door of a buyer is the pictures of your home. Hiding problems, you never want to do that. They're going to come back to bite you. And being unavailable when a phone call comes to show your home, that's a real problem. And a lot of for sale by owners fall into the trap of not answering the phone because they just don't want to be bothered but doesn't mean you have to show it at that time. So those are some of the things we can give you more. Give me a buzz, 376-5483. All right, we go back to the questions again. We're still doing our Zoom show. We're coming in uh, like a wrecking ball, <laughs> coin of phrase. Here's another question. This is for, um, uh, let's go to, to Chuck. The title of this email Chuck has received is an offer given verbally legally binding. Apparently, Lena writes us saying, that uh, she has a home that's not up for sale yet. However, someone approached her, offered to pay cash for it, and then said, what are you selling the house for? She gave her a verbal number. She gave a number to this person. She says, I'm legally bound to that price. She's anxious. The, 
this person wants to buy, but seems too anxious to buy. And the house has to go through probate. She doesn't want to do the paperwork until next month. So she's wondering that she is she bound by what she told someone driving by Chuck? No, statute of frauds prevents that. Uh, plus the fact that uh, you mentioned probate uh, until probate occurs, she doesn't have the authority to do it. Hmm. Got it. So, so that is, important. yeah, you got yeah. a couple of legs on that one. Got it. Uh, if you uh, have a house that you're thinking of selling or want more information, we have a free no obligation booklet that hunts, has hundreds, hundreds of useful tips. If you want a copy, just send me an email, bob at we com. Put selling tips in the subject line, and we'll send it out to you, along with some other information that will also be helpful. Bob at we com. All right, uh, Brad Lawler, home team inspection. Sandy buying a house and is allergic to just about everything, she says. Every time she enters the home, she starts sneezing. She's wondering, is there a mold problem? And if so, she's wondering, what's the cost for mold testing? And if mold is discovered, what's the cost for removing the mold? Okay, well, those I, are... I should point out, by the way, Brad has fungi cultures a picture yes. uh, framed <laughs> over his shoulder. So if this That's... is a guy to talk to about mold. You want Doesn't... to see a rebroadcast, by the way, LouisvilleAnswers.com, LouisvilleAnswers.com. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I assume everybody has fungal cultures hanging on their wall. You know, oh, of course. Frames. You know, yeah, but... Chuck has it. You just can't see it. Right. Right. He's got it blurred out. So that's a, an interesting question about allergens because, you know, people have different sensitivities to uh, what we'll call indoor air pollutants. Okay. It might be mold. You know, there's a lot of sensitivities to mold. Some people may be sensitive to uh, alternaria. Other people may be sensitive to aspergillus. So two people walking in the same house, one person may flare up, the other person may not. The other allergens that we often see are pet danders. So there may be dog uh, uh, hair, uh, cat dander, maybe roaches, might be mice, might be latex. All of those things are triggers for people. So if you know what the aller what you're allergic to, then you can do specific testing. Mold testing, you know, when done right, when done well, uh, you're probably looking at starting somewhere around, I don't know, $300, $350 on up from there. Um, allergen panels are going to start somewhere uh, under $200. Um, there's other type of indoor air quality panels that can be run. Those can those can run the gamut. But I would, I would just suggest that if you know what you're allergic to, let your testing company know what that is so that they can, you know, kind of focus in the test because you can spend a lot of money on testing. Uh, you can spend more money on testing than even remediation because mold remediation, what's the process? Well, it's you remove the, 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 the surfaces that, that contain the molds. So it's not particularly expensive uh, to do the remediation, but you have to know what you're looking for and what might be affected. And you know that by looking at what type of molds you find in those tests. All right, that's that's a good answer. So uh, yeah, we'll give out uh, Brad's number if you want to help. Do you do mold testing, by the way? Yeah, we, just, we do uh, mold. Yeah, okay. All, all right. of those allergen testings we just talked about, we do, and we can help you get aligned with companies that can do the mold remediation, remediation. And restoration too. Yeah. yeah, and remember, there's a conflict of interest if the company does it, does testing or inspections, and then does repairs or remediation. We we really are, are we all three in agreement on this. We're strongly against. Uh, the, the, having a conflict of interest because you you never know. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, and you know I only test, so I get pulled in as the third party at times, just yeah. because they're you know the the homeowner doesn't agree with what the remediation company says, and the remediation company says, okay, fine, we'll bring home team in. They can test, tell us what they find, and you know sometimes I've found different things. 
than those uh, remediation companies have, but it's it's not very often. All right. We move back over to Mr. Crosby, Chuck Crosby, the name. Uh, China sent us an interesting new construction problem, Chuck. In this email, she says, I've recently purchased a new construction home and the builder is completely ignoring my warranty items. They are not responding to my calls or emails. Do you have any advice on what I should do next, Chuck? Yeah, call an attorney. Uh, it's time to send out that, uh, hey, you agreed to do a certain thing. You are not doing it uh, letter. Uh, that's the long and the short of it. Um, a lot of builders, the good builders, generally don't do that sort of thing. Uh, and I know there's uh, frequently a uh, uh, disagreement as to, as to what is quickly responding. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, once you've given them a reasonable amount of time, if they aren't responding, call them. Just, you know, bug them. Uh, squeaky wheels and all that. But if you've gotten to the point where they are not returning your call, time to talk to an attorney. Yeah. So and I would also suggest, especially if the builder is a member and I'm hoping many of yeah. them are, was it the home builders? They changed yeah. their name. a while Yeah, they ago. did. The BIA. What is is it? Builders? Builders Industry of um, Association. Something oh, like that. you know, I was so comfortable with Home Builders Association. I know. And I still call them the Home Builders. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and I know they have a a mediation uh uh, platform, you know, yeah. platform that you can go yeah. on to, but uh, if they're not returning your uh, calls, you know, a little shock uh, might uh, not be out of order. I agree. Incidentally, if uh, you would like to see, we we do video emails, updates twice a month. If you want to subscribe, easy enough, go to www.wesellouisville.tv. That's wesellouisville.tv. All right, back over to Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection. Pamela heard us talk about construction snafus a couple of months ago. It seems like only yesterday. She's having a new home built and is wondering what are the most glaring construction mistakes that you and your team sees from builders in the area. I remember us talking about the problems. Yeah. This is more of what are the mistakes that you're hearing or seeing. So I will say that new construction, we always find defects in every new construction home. I'm sure the builders take care of them. I know I'm not bad-mouthing builders. I think we've got great builders in the city that communication between subcontractors is where the problems lie. So, you know, for instance, the HVAC guy goes in, he puts this the supply into a bedroom, and then the flooring guy comes in and uh, floors over that and just forgets to open up the uh, supply. So there's no, there's no, you know, airflow into into a bedroom we see that very common um, we see roof problems we see flashing problems we see a lot of problems of grading right around the house you know oftentimes uh, they will grade in such a way that you know uh, say egress windows or basement windows are are halfway covered up uh, they're just not really paying attention or when sod is laid sod is sits so much higher that the the base grade wasn't lowered enough to account for the the, the thickness of the sod versus seeding so we see those those issues we see uh, it's not common for us to find electrical issues it's it's not un it is common for us to find different problems with plumbing. Um, uh, you know, we've, we found, you know, leaks, we've, we find, um, you know, uh, air gaps that aren't, aren't installed correctly. So it really can be just 
you know, everywhere throughout the house. Um, a lot of times, you know, garage door, uh, garage doors aren't installed uh, properly. They, you know, the safety sensors aren't, aren't active. Um, that's a common one. Uh, sometimes you find light switches that you can't figure out what, what it powers. Um, not that home inspectors are doing a full on uh, review of that, but that's something that, you know, someone buying a house would just want to make sure they know where all of the, you know, all the switches are and what they're connected to, you know, whether it's outlets or overhead uh, junction boxes. So it could be a little bit of everything. We see problems with siding. Uh, there's a lot of problems with manufactured stone veneer installation. Uh, builders, you know, think there it should look a particular way, but they don't follow the manufacturer's installation guidelines, which they have to do in order for the materials to work properly. So if you have MSV, uh, the manufactured stone veneer uh, on the home, or if you have EFs, uh, you definitely want to have someone inspect that to make sure that it's properly installed. It sounds like we could do a whole show on yeah, this cool. alone, so we'll take that to another time. But we are out of time. A reminder, folks, that next week we're going to start a two-week emergency power outage survival guide report. So for the next Sunday and the Sunday after, we'll be talking about what happens, what do you do when the power goes out. And, Brad, you'll be on the second one of those, and we'll talk about There's a lot of stuff, right. and we'll, we can go from there. My thanks, as always, to the folks who participated in today's show. We've got Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service and Team Bugout. You can reach Brad and his teams, plural, 844-411-TEAM. Also, Chuck Crosby, owner of the Crosby Law Offices. He better be, because that's the name on the door you'll see. And a nice office it is. He's a great guy, does a great job closing, keeps everything moving, and uh, is a nice, always has the, you ask him, folks, about the meaning of life whenever you close with him. What is the meaning of life? He does commissioner sales. Besides that, uh, powers of attorney, wills, a variety of other things, and he's a great guy. Reach Chuck at 499-6360. And you can reach me, Bob Sekulder, if you're looking to sell or buy. I'd love to be able to help you. So will my team. If it's uh, selling, it will be me. If that comes out, we talk or on the phone or via Zoom. And uh, it's free, no obligation uh, time to just uh, pick my brain. And uh, there's a lot in there. I don't know if it's, it's all together in one direction, but it's there. You can reach me, 376-5483, or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com. We are out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.